It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. The circulation of Adalia is going to push water from the Gulf of Mexico up into places like Charlotte Harbor, Tampa Bay, in the Big Bend region where the storm surge is very, very sensitive here to that sort of onshore southwesterly and southerly flow with an approaching hurricane. And that's the danger. Uh, it's, it's that... That oncoming water from the shore, which is the big problem, all the way down to Tampa they're talking about. That was the National Hurricane Center director, uh, Michael Brennan. But there no, there's no argument now. There was a lot even into last night, whether it's going to be a two or a three. They're pretty much concerned now that it is going to be a three when it comes to shore sometime late tomorrow. Yeah, they're talking to a lot of people in Cedar Key and Steinhatchee, and they say by the time it hits Jacksonville, it's going to have 80-mile-an-hour winds. It's it's a big storm. So uh, they're, the question is, where's Jim Cantore going? They used, they stopped sending him to ground zero for a couple of years, but now he's back. So wherever Well, you're going to leave out milk and cookies for him, so the hurricane fairy comes. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, he's, uh, I don't know where they're going to plant him. He is him. like the harbinger of death. You don't want him in your backyard. It sounds like the state's doing a really good job so far with preparation, though. I mean, they've set up uh, all kinds of electric companies. You've got Duke Energy and Pike joining FPL. Uh, the national, Obviously, the obvious stuff you always hear about. Florida National Guard activated FHP troopers mm-hmm. on the way, too. So it's, they're definitely definitely had some time to prepare. It's uh, And 46 counties have been declared a state of emergency. So that's a lot of counties. Yeah. They have 45, just from Duke Energy, 45. 3,500 Duke. That's a lot. And, and they have them as far away from the Midwest. So, I, you know, I, I don't know how these electric companies work, but they have a reciprocation with states from across the country that they send people, you know, and will send somebody from the FPL crew goes out and helps other states. And it's a, most of these are I – don't, I don't think they're mandatory. They ask them. You know, yeah. you want to go do a hurricane work in Texas or you want to go to South Carolina? They say, sure. And these guys pick up and pack up and they're gone for weeks at a time, sometimes months. One of Caroline's uh, friends spent when Michael hit, I think he was in the panhandle for like three months. That's they were there a long time. That's you got to be a special kind of person to do that. I get it. I know people always say, "Well, they're really well compensated." I yeah, I get it, but I don't yeah, care. But, yeah, you're leaving that, family. First and of kids all, it's and, dangerous. You're living yeah. in not the nicest conditions, and, yeah. and and you're right. That's the biggest factor. You're leaving your family. Yeah, and I it gets to the point, and I used to tell this to people before. It gets to the point where, well, we're going to pay you to show up. It, money doesn't mean anything. Mm. It's like you know what? I want to sleep in my bed. Right. I want to have my kids with me. I want to see my husband. You know, it's and after a while. It, it it doesn't money doesn't make it doesn't take over for that so it doesn't substitute. Here's uh, Governor DeSantis. He's been candidate to DeSantis for quite some time, but he's back. Here's what he was saying: We have activated the full 5,500 National Guardsmen available in our state to respond to the storm. Uh, they have access to a lot of different assets, both on the ground and in the air. Yeah, this will get him more votes than anything else. He's, how well he handles this storm. He does does a good job in emergencies. He, he just does. Yeah. And, and you know what? The minute this, he'll be there with the FPL crews mm-hmm. and the FEMA people. He's not going to wait. He'll be out tomorrow walking around looking right. at stuff. So, yeah, this, this will win him more, unfortunately, more votes for the presidency than anything else. Closer to home, and by the way, we'll update you as we go out throughout the morning. I know you got a lot of people over there, so we'll uh, we'll keep you advised about Idalia. In the meantime, a member of the Broward County Sheriff's Office, crazy story being remembered as a star. It's what Sheriff Gregory Tony said yesterday. Uh, Fire Rescue Captain Terrison Jackson 
He was one of two people killed in that, that helicopter crash yesterday morning in Pompano Beach. How horrible. <clears throat> Just rare and horrible and, and, and awful, really. He was only, what, 50 years old? Yeah, here's what the sheriff said. Wow. They were fighting for their own life. A fire broke out on board. They did their very best, from my understanding now, to try to extinguish that fire. But additional mechanical issues occurred, resulting in our unit crashing into one of our local residents here. They were responding to a car crash on the ground and heading to that when it crashed in the ground. So and he died and a person on the ground died. Oh, jeez. Yeah. That's horrible. Wow, that's that's so sad. And how about the person on the ground? Yeah. Here you are minding your own business and a helicopter crashes into your apartment or wherever. I, I don't know. Was it a piece of the helicopter that did the, uh-huh. I don't know how they died. Talk but, about random though. Yeah, that's that's your numbers up for sure when that kind of stuff happens. Mm. You know? I, I you know, on, on a, a better note when it comes to police work and this, that's sad, uh, with the Nevada. That Nevada Nevada. I got in trouble for saying Nevada. It's Nevada. Because I was with somebody from Nevada this weekend. Nevada. <laughs> and I got yelled at every time I said it. But anyway, that Nevada Ranger, they had a roadblock for the burning, right at the Burning Man thing. Did you see that? I'm collecting sound from this because you have to hear it too. Because when they got out of wow. this thing, well, set it up because what happened after was incredible. Wow. It was, it was, in, the environmentalists, the activists blocked the road. So people trying to get to the Burning Man concert couldn't. And the traffic was backed up. It looked like five miles. It was absurd. <laughs> Nevada Rangers, they weren't going to let that happen. It was a great story. They just stormed the place. That's they, it. We're done. They gave them a warning. And they said, we're going to plow through here. And they have, like, the cow catchers at the front of the pickup trucks and everything. If you don't pick up and leave. They didn't. They circled back. They blew right through their protest. Wow. And then they jump out of the trucks. <laughs> And they arrested all of them. Yeah, that one. And they one, grabbed them all. Some of them started running into the desert, and they grabbed them, too. Good for them. But that one chick was pretty defiant, and uh, they were all upset. Oh, he put a gun to her. Okay, she was, you know, resisting arrest. He told her, get on the ground, try to run. We're harmless protesters. Yeah. Except for the people who are, who are, you know, it's dangerous to get stuck in a desert with a mile-long backup right. because of your stupid blockade. This is the only way to handle this, and it's got to happen more. Don't we have a law here in Florida now? Didn't the governor sign a law that you can't so. block the streets and stuff like that? You'll get arrested immediately. I don't know what kind of misdemeanor it is. It but was part of that anti-riot law, Yeah, remember, you can't, you can't do that kind of stuff. But, the, you know, granted, they were peaceful, but they were jerks. You're in the middle of the road. And I couldn't understand what the heck are you protesting Burning Man for? You know what? Single-use plastic bottles. <laughs> okay, go talk to the people making the single-use plastic bottles, they're people. Just, they don't care at all. you know. And I always think, well, not so much there, but mostly in an urban setting when they block roads, you could not possibly care less about somebody that needs to get to a hospital, doctor appointment. Right. They're trying to provide for their family. You don't care about them. But it's the earth. We gotta care about the earth. Oh yeah, okay. not hu- not other fellow humans. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, forget about you it. You have to bust through these blockades, so oh. you put yourself in danger. I was I was cheering this cop. I'm oh, like, you it's go. phenomenal! Go, go, go! <laughs> he plows right through it. Oh, <laughs> so good. And there's another uh, here's another good sign that's happening. More and more companies, and I think Elon led the way. I really do with SpaceX and Tesla. Actually, all of his companies get into work. Unless you're actually better off working remotely. Now the Amazon CEO, Andy Jassy, is warning staff who refuse to work in the office at least three days a work week. Here's, here's his quote from the meeting yesterday. It's probably not going to work out for you here. Why, why, why are they not back at work? I don't know. I don't know. Refuse to. 
Oh, so he's going to fire all of them. I hope so. Good for him. I hope so. You know what? Regardless of where you work, the boss tells you to do something, whether you agree with it or not, they're your boss. Now, there are some jobs that work out better remotely. There are. Some of them. I get that. Not all of them. In fact, Elon said, you know, we're a team-based company. All of our companies are. We need people in this building at least some of the time. Yeah, it's so hard. You know, somebody went, you know, when COVID was going around, they sent me home, what, for two weeks there, three yeah. weeks? It was a nightmare. Because you had a sniffle. Yeah. I was like, I have a cold. It's an allergy. <laughs> Go home. So they sent me home. Trying to do a show with somebody else, so it, it even, I mean, it, we and we talked back and forth, but the delay, the, the issues you have, it's a nightmare. That's all right. It was two weeks of a migraine every day. I got over it. That's okay. It was fine. Yeah. But, yeah, you can't uh, – it's crazy. But go to work. They tell you to show up, go to work. I would like to work from home. I would never get anything done if I worked from home. Yeah, I know. It's not I can for tell everybody. You that. And I think a lot of these companies realize productivity was lost. I don't know. Well, we'll it's see. interesting. All right, I'm going to try to very quickly find the sound for that protest out at Burning Man because oh. it was fantastic how the cops handled it. I will try to find Boom. that for you. At least, <laughs> at the very least, more details on it because it was great. That and the update on uh, Edalia. Anything else to report on that in the West Coast, we'll let you know. It's coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. The South Florida Morning Show. Thanks, as always, for being here. There's Jen. Jen's back. Yay. Welcome back. It's great. Good. I, you know, I just got to share something. I went for my uncle's 100th birthday, and I can't tell you how many people went, what, so was it a nursing home? No, it was in his backyard that he walked to the patio on. This man is is more vibrant than any 60-year-old I know. God love It him. really is quite amazing. Isn't that great? So it was great. His sister was 96. She was there. It was great. It was wonderful. There's Diener on Bill, uh, and nothing really to update you on on Idalia uh, from the storm that we had last time. It's still uh, it's going to be a three. They're pretty much convinced of that, if not three plus, because it's a hurricane uh, category one right now. A little bit of debate back and forth last night how strong it was going to hit when it comes ashore late tomorrow. Mm-hmm. They pretty much know it's going to be a three. Yeah, it's uh, that's what they're and it's going to come in at the Big Bend right near what Cedar Key. Yeah. So they're they're getting ready. They say it'll go across the state, and by the time it exits near Jacksonville, it'll have 80-mile-an-hour winds. But this thing's going to affect all the way up to Cape Hatteras. It's going right along the eastern seaboard, and then it exits somewhere near North Carolina. It's wide. Uh, Yeah, it's a wide storm, and that's the problem. The thing is— you know, everyone, well, it's, it's, as they say, don't follow the spaghetti models because people think it's this little tiny storm. Thing is, they're saying here by this afternoon, we're going to feel some of the effects uh, today yeah. and tomorrow. We're going to get like squally weather. Yeah, that's get what Jennifer Correa was saying. Yeah. We'll get the, you know, those random 20 uh, second showers that come out of nowhere. Yeah, and with strong gusts of wind. And yeah. that, that's how big this storm is. How wide is it? And that's what you got to worry about. I mean, it hits land. It's, it's 60 miles wide, 70 miles wide, whatever the case may be. That's a big coverage. So there are 46 counties under a state of emergency. I guess the, the bright side to this is it, it hit at a good time because uh, if you have to buy equipment, it's all tax-free now. It's hurricane relief two weeks. Yeah. So, but uh, these poor people, it's, 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 but everybody's ready. We do very well in cleanup after a hurricane. I, I don't know why, especially this storm, I think, because really this was a long period of prep. I mean, going back to early next week, there were a lot of people, Mike's weather page being one of them, saying this is the one to watch out for. So I think that got the state activated pretty early. They are, especially for this one, very prepared. There's a lot of help on the ground already. Yeah, this thing was like right off the coast of Belize just yeah. or Cuba, and it just went straight north. Okay, let's go north. Thank you. Yeah. Right into the Gulf, and that's where it is now. So 
and it's just going to get stronger in the Gulf, unfortunately. We'll update you as we go through, and I guess there's going to be another, probably an intermediate update at 8 o'clock, so we'll see what's up with that one uh, coming up here pretty soon. In the meantime, we promised you this. Jen started the story talking about this amazing video. Diener will put it on the blog. Video footage (laughs) out of Nevada. The Rangers there shut down some of these climate protesters blocking the road, and it happened to be one of the roads going into that Burning Man festival out there. So there were cars backed up for miles. Okay, so you're sitting in a mile-long, five-mile backup in God knows how hot it is in right. the desert. which is you, dangerous. Yeah, and and say you don't have the greatest of cars and you're worrying about, am I going to run out of gas? Right. Number one, is the car going to die because of the heat? And then what happens? So these cops weren't taking – I guess it was a Nevada Ranger. He was like, nah, this isn't going to – you're not going to shut down the road. That they, ain't happening. They warned him first. They came out of the trucks and they said, move now or we're going to run this thing over. They didn't believe him. They started shouting again. They had this They had this some kind of metal structure blocking and the road. It looked that like they, tables. <laughs> the cops walk away. They reset it up. So the cops said, no, that's, that's not going to happen. Yeah. So they drove right through and this is how it all went down. Boom. <laughs> now Get listen to. Get out! On the ground! Get on the ground! Get on the ground! We're in fire and don't protest! I'm not violent! <laughs> I'm a protester! Yeah, that's why you're going to jail. The great thing, when they bust through the barricade, he does a 180, comes back around, and then multiple trucks come up. Over this crest of this thing, and they all jump out, and they and then they arrest the protesters. So they just didn't smash the thing. It's, they grabbed him, and they took him off in the paddy wagon. And that one chick that you heard, oh, baby, baby, she was trying to run away, and the cop tackled her. He's like, hey, you ain't going anywhere, baby. <laughs> I was like, take him away. If I were in the first couple oh. of cars, I would have gotten out and cheered. Oh, my thank God. You. This is thank stu- you. Thank it's you, thank you. It's got to be one of the most satisfying things of all time to watch. It has to happen. And this is the only way you can handle this stuff because it's happening more and more where they're blocking roads. Uh, well, you know what? It, in in this case, what if, you know, it, 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 say it's here. Say they block military trail and an ambulance is trying to get through. Yep. And they get the road blocked off. What happens then? I always or think, a fire yeah, crew. Yeah, some sort of emergency. Yeah. What if you just have to go to the bathroom? Oh, my <laughs> God. I don't know. They, ha- You know what they also have to do? And I think we did this to a certain extent and not far enough. You've got to give some kind of amnesty and take the penalty away from drivers that drive through these things. Oh, well, not it, intentionally to injure any protesters, yeah. but you cannot block a road. If, uh, if, yeah, especially if it is an emergency and you're trying to get somewhere. What if, you know, somebody you know... You know, they're on the way to the hospital and you're trying to meet them there. I mean, mm-hmm. or it's, I mean, I'm just trying to think of things that you would be rushing for. Or like you said, you have to go to the bathroom. But uh, it's something a little more urgent. You know, you, you just found out your husband uh, got in a car accident and you're trying to get there. Hello, he's on the way to the hospital. I want to get there and you're on my way. I'd run you over. It doesn't even have to be that serious. Just someone trying to make a living to feed his family or him or herself. Get out of the way, you useless cretins. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's insane that this is even allowed anywhere to happen. They're, you know where they're getting really good at it, getting rid of them? In France and in Italy. Oh, really? They'll roll right out, they grab them physically, and they toss the people, and they toss them to the side of the road. <laughs> Sometimes they drag them across, and they're like, eh, but Mother Earth, eh. <laughs> That's what they were protesting, the use of single-use plastic bottles at the Burning Man concert. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, that's okay. Worth, yeah, that's <laughs> worth putting people's lives at risk for, huh? So, yeah, you, you sit in the middle of the road for a plastic bottle. You know, I understand plastic isn't a good thing. We all understand that. But don't block the Burning Man people. Go after the plastic bottlers. Right. 
Go right. after them. Tell them to go back to glass. She's at the end. We're peaceful. <laughs> not anymore. Blocking baby. a road is not peaceful. Jeez. No way. God, is that satisfying? See, it that's is. gonna see that's gonna start a trend now. Now, now, sheriff's departments across the country are like, yep, that's we're that's gonna how you plow do it. right through. They it. should show that as a training video. <laughs> All right, we got uh, rapid fire coming up next. We'll update you on that Dahlia and a lot more coming up next. The East South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Time for Jen and Bill's rapid fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. A lot to cover, obviously. We'll uh, get to Adelia and a lot more. Jen's got the first one. What's up? Well, it's all about Adelia. There's a lot to cover. A state of emergency for 46 of the 67 counties in our state. Uh, it is now Hurricane Adelia. That's what it became earlier this morning. Uh, as it sits right now, 75-mile-an-hour winds moving to the north at 14 miles an hour. Expected to make landfall, of course, somewhere overnight, early tomorrow morning. Uh, it's always the way. Around Cedar Key. Right at the Big Bend. Uh, it's going to go directly across the state. They say by the time it hits Jacksonville, 80 mile an hour winds. Yeah, it's still going to be a one. Yeah. Isn't that, that amazing? Yeah, it, it's it's wide. You know, we know it's strong. It's already a category one. There's no debate that it's going to be at least a three when it hits land. There was some right. debate last night, but they're, they're convinced now. Yeah. Uh, power companies, Duke Energy alone has sent 4,500 crews. And that's one company. Wow. So uh, they are on standby and just sitting along with FEMA because it has been declared a national disaster. Parts of Tampa Bay, hurricane warning and storm surge warning is what they're worried about with Tampa Bay. They're saying anywhere between four to seven feet possible of a storm surge. Not good for Tampa if that's the case. Yeah, that's in fact, just to follow up on that, Jen, here's... Uh, uh, Dr. Michael Brennan from the National Hurricane Center. The circulation of Adalia is going to push water from the Gulf of Mexico up into places like Charlotte Harbor, Tampa Bay, in the Big Bend region where the storm surge is very, very sensitive here to that sort of onshore southwesterly and southerly flow with an approaching hurricane. Tough spot. Mm. Tough spot to have a storm land. Uh, Tampa International closed earlier this morning. It won't reopen till Thursday. St. Mm. Pete probably closed 3 o'clock this afternoon. Tolls suspended in Central Florida along the Turnpike and any other toll road to get people the heck out or at point south point. There's tropical storm warnings for most of the state, basically. Yeah. This is probably the first time South Florida's escaped anything. Which is yeah. nice. We may get squalls this afternoon, but that's about it. Far, far outer bands. That's pretty yeah. much what we're going to get. But a uh, lot of, just to follow up with you, Jen, on that thing. The governor also uh, declaring a state emergency in uh, pretty much half the state, a little bit over half the state now. And he's also talking about the preparation that's here. We are coordinating, as I mentioned, with utility companies. There are already more than 20,000 linemen uh, that are ready to respond and more on the way throughout the balance of today and tomorrow. Uh, this will be uh, an important effort to get power back on very quickly. Yeah, and that's the thing. You had said before, uh, to join FPL, you've got Duke Energy, you've got Pike Electric. There's a lot of help. If there's any bright spot in this, they were preparing for this and staging for a long time. So that's good news. They've yeah, done a great job with that. And they've had lots of practice. Just think, last year alone, they did Ian. And yeah, you got to remember, that storm true. hit the West Coast. Yet, yeah, Poor West Coast. Poor golf. Jeez. They, they do a great job, though. You mentioned earlier, Jen, how... I mean, guess you know we're, we're pretty well practiced at it, but how well our emergency services do down here when it comes to one of these storms? I mean, they're right on it. They try it's to get amazing. power back they on. Do. Yeah, they're really I mean, good. It's it so comes so far with that too. Just yeah. in, just in knowing what to do. I'd say really in the last 10, 12 years. Yeah. Just think, you couldn't get gas before because yeah. the gas stations didn't have generators to pump it. Right. 
It's true. So it was, it, things have changed dramatically. Yeah. And we'll keep you updated as we go. Well, I'll switch gears for you here, guys, because the U.S. Open started yesterday. I can't believe I actually watched some of that last night. I can't believe it. Yeah, it's how about like that? A, it's basically September. Yeah. Wow. It's the last tournament of the year, isn't it, for them? Uh, like it the is. last biggie? Yeah, yeah, it's the last major um, or, you know, Grand Slam, whatever you want to call it in, in tennis. But it started yesterday and some good results for the Americans so far. They were the, one of the guys we talked about him during uh, Wimbledon, Chris Eubanks, kind of made his name burst onto the scene during Wimbledon. He looks like Urkel. He he doesn't look anything like the tennis player I <laughs> thought looks, he was. He's he, a tall, skinny little kid. He looks like a hedge fund manager. <laughs> he does. It's he's like, playing tennis. <laughs> but he's good. I mean, he kind of, like you said, you know, He's worked his way up, and everyone was like, who is this kid? Well, you know, during Wimbledon, went pretty far. Now, won his first-round match yesterday. Uh, Francis Tiafo and Taylor Fritz, the other Americans, won their first-round matches. And Coco Goff. I like this kid. She, she got won in a yesterday. fight with the, the line judge or the umpire, yeah. the big one there. She says, you keep on calling shots on me. What about her? Yeah, you like, feisty. you go, girl. Hope she wins it. <laughs> yes, that would be cool to see because, you know, she's from Delray, so if you're not familiar with her local girl, so she won her first round match yesterday in three sets. She lost the first set, came back, won the last two. And the guy I have my eye on, Novak Djokovic. Yes. The um, revenge tour. That's right. I want to see minute, it. But he's not vaccinated no. still. Oh, he didn't play be- here too? He hasn't played U.S. Open since 2019. They wouldn't oh, come let him on. in. Yep. Really? New York laws. Remember that big story? Oh, they wouldn't geez. let him in. They're one of the healthiest people on the planet. That's right. I hope but he Because you don't have a vac but. status for yourself, which affects nobody else. That's right. You can't play in a tennis tournament. That's correct. I'm putting it up there as my <laughs> top three stupidest things that happened over the past three years. I think I'll, I'll, I'll agree with that. But God. now it's it's great to see him back, and that idiocy is is gone now. So Djokovic wins his first match, straight sets, beats uh, some French guy. So U.S. Open is underway. I love it. Woo! And then football starts this weekend. It sure does. College does, at least. Sure Friday does. football picks I, coming this weekend. First <sighs> round of picks on Where, Friday. H- how many are we picking? By the way, I don't know. We have to figure out also when in the show we're going to do Friday football picks That's this right. year. Do you want to make a one-stationary spot? You want to take up one of the rapid fires? What are we going to do? See, this is how we work. We have meetings on the air. That's right. At your place of business, you have actual meetings. (laughs) Can't we do it at like 845? Uh, We won't have enough time. Like 845 would be perfect. Then. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> I see. I see you there. Yeah. Jen's going, I say nine. <laughs> we'll do it while Killmead's on. Uh, I see what you did there. Get the hell out of the way, Brian. <laughs> I, I think, I don't know if this ever made our blog video, but I did it in a rapid fire. You see this guy. It's a garage in San Diego. The door is wide open. There's all kinds of stuff in it, including this beautiful golden retriever. Yeah. Just hanging out. You see the guy come walking in. He's so enthralled with the dog, he steals an electric bike. He gets halfway out the garage and this dog shows up. He puts the bike down and goes over and plays with the dog for a good probably 15, 20 seconds. And while he's talking to the dog, he said, by the way, tell your owner, should it's a good idea not to leave the garage door open as he drives away on the electric bike. Wow. They finally caught the guy. This is like three weeks later. Reason. They finally got the bike was in great shape. They got the electric bike back. They arrested the guy and the dog's still happy as ever. <laughs> yeah. And it, so he's going to actually finally pay a penalty for this, right? Yeah. He got caught. Yeah, I couldn't not- believe the narrative that came out of this. What people were actually saying, like in comments and videos and everything. Oh, isn't he great? Oh, that's all. What a great guy. He's he a thief. Bike. He's stealing a bike. <laughs> Don't a th- care that he was petting a dog. He was stealing a bike. $1,300 bike for that matter. So wow. It's, uh, 
The bike has been saved. The dog is still fine, and the guy's behind bars. Thank goodness. <laughs> All right, Jeez. this is. Uh, it's funny. It sounds like a negative thing, but it actually just helps out his cause again. Do you remember a couple of weeks back, we had the Iowa State Fair. You know, Trump was there, increased his lead again. It was really, according to some polls, the day that Vivek Ramaswamy surpassed DeSantis. Yes, the Schwam. One of the events that helped him do that was that he actually went rapping on stage to Eminem. Do you remember that? Yeah, it was it sounded great. like this. Apparently, he's done it multiple times. You know who's upset about it? Who? None other than Eminem himself. No. He is actually, his people, have filed a cease and desist to the Ramaswamy campaign wow. to say, stop. Why, oh. does, why doesn't he like Ramaswamy? Uh, he's, he's a bleeding heart liberal, Eminem. So. He's he might, is? Yeah, it might have something to do with it. Eminem, uh, his, the lawyers say that uh, Ramaswamy has made it a habit to use his song, Lose Yourself, at events. And uh, rap the song recently, that one we just played for you, that, that made it uh, pretty well known. Spokesperson for Ramaswamy's campaign says they will comply... But it's sad that they're going to have to leave the rapping to the, the real Slim Shady. Oh. Now, oh. Vivek himself replied. It was a Daily Mail article about the whole hubbubbub. And he <laughs> said last night, about 14 hours ago, will the real Slim Shady please stand up? Oh. He didn't just say what I think he did, did he? Oh. Oh. Yeah. oh fighting words there. So maybe, just maybe, Vivek <laughs> is going to be the first presidential candidate ever to have a diss track made about yes. him. <laughs> while running. I want to see a rap battle. That's what I want to see. I thought he did a really good job, too. That would put the swam over the top. Yes. Eminem versus Vivek in a rap battle. He's very popular with young millennials, people just interested in politics. It's it's coming. Yeah. He's, he's not going to win, but he's going to be around a long time. He's making, he's making an impression for sure. He is. Nothing else. So, guys, to finish off, we have a feel-good story about a little girl named Valentina. Okay. Are you Casey Kasem all of a sudden? <laughs> really. And a little dog named Snuggles. That's right. Little Valentina. <laughs> what did Valentina do? I can't do the impression. You do it. <laughs> uh, Valentina is in Texas. She came back from a trip with her parents to Bali, Indonesia. Okay. On the way back, they had a stopover in Tokyo. She picked up some kind of weird animal. That is incorrect. Oh, okay. She had, <laughs> she had her doll with her, which happens to be one of those American American dolls, American girl dolls. Those things are huge. It's probably the size of the kid. It's pretty big, but it's her best friend. She loves her doll. Mm. Unfortunately, she left it behind at the airport in Tokyo while they were coming back home to Texas. She's very sad, very distraught, upset. Her mom is posting all over the place, trying to get in touch with the airlines. We're going to get our doll. Wait, does it have a name? Please find my daughter's doll. Well, she posted on Facebook, and it got the attention of one of the pilots who called the airline and found this doll at a lost and found and flew it back to Texas and showed up personally at the house to visit little nine-year-old Valentina to give her doll back. I think it's more exciting that the the pilot went out of the way. He's the hero of the story, not the kid and the doll. Yeah, there were 320 passengers... There were 320 passengers left behind who didn't make their flight, but at least the doll... Made it for a little girl. It's supposed to be a feel-good story. <laughs> they're all wait, they're all yeah. waiting at the gate. Where's our plane? <laughs> but you got the wrong feel-good part. It should be the pilot who went out of his way to get the damn yeah, doll there. he's a hero. Airline comes back. <laughs> We're sorry, we don't have a pilot to get you out of <laughs> okay. this explain destination. To, explain to me why they busy. can find a doll, but they can't find your luggage for two weeks. Well, yeah. It's a good question, too. And everybody, that's got a tag on it. Everybody else was sitting on various planes <laughs> on a hot tarmac with no air conditioning, but the doll made it. So much for that story. <laughs>
Wiener, you should know by now. I tried. You, I really you, ruined. You, you can't do a good story. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll give you the latest on Adelia coming up next. Where are we now? We've actually got another update of an intermediate coming up at 8 o'clock, too, yeah. don't we? So yeah. we'll, uh, sometimes when it's big, they release those early. We'll find out what, uh, what the latest is. And are we finally going to have a rock act for the Super Bowl? That would be nice, wouldn't it? Maybe. Maybe not this band they're talking about, but maybe. It's coming up next. The East South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. They were fighting for their own life. A fire broke out on board. They did their very best, from my understanding now, to try to extinguish that fire. But additional mechanical issues occurred, resulting in our unit crashing into one of our local residents here. Man, we'll update you again on Adalia in just a second here. But if you're wondering what the heck happened at Broward yesterday with that helicopter, that's uh, Sheriff Gregory Tony. They were responding to, it was a, it was a fire uh, helicopter, they were responding to a car fire, had trouble on board themselves, and crashed into an apartment complex in Pompano. Wow. So Just a brutal story. A fire captain on board the helicopter was killed, and then someone on the ground was also oh. killed. Wow. That, that's horrible. Here you are, minding your own business brutal. on the ground. Jeez. And then the, the fire captain, from what I understand, young guy, was like 50. Yeah, he's like 50. Long time Jeez. in the force, though. That's just a, it's an awful story there. So, you know, our hearts go mm. out to them. And thanks for what everybody does who's a first responder. My goodness. That's terrible. Speaking of first responders, a lot on the scene. If there's any bright spot to what we know about Edalia, there's, there's been a lot of prep time. We know that much. Yeah. It's uh, now a hurricane. It was named a hurricane earlier. It's probably around 6 o'clock this morning. They upgraded it. Maybe 530. Uh, there's no doubt it is going to hit uh, directly along the Florida coast. They still have it pegged to land somewhere near Cedar Key, right at the Big Bend, sometime tomorrow morning. The question is what time tomorrow morning? Uh, so today you're going to feel some of the outer bands. They say by this afternoon we're going to get like strong gusts. If you've never experienced an outer band, it's like 10 minutes of a downpour and wind, and then it stops. And then you wait. 20 minutes and it happens again. It just Squally. depends just depends on how big the bands are and how right. far apart they are. So uh, it's and it comes and it goes and they say maybe until tomorrow morning that'll last. So we're looking at some crappy weather, but other than that, we're not getting hit by a hurricane, thank goodness. Here's a little bit of what the governor said yesterday about prep plans. We are coordinating, as I mentioned, with utility companies. There are already more than 20,000 linemen uh, that are ready to respond and more on the way throughout the balance of today and tomorrow. Uh, this will be uh, an important effort to get power back on very quickly. Mm. Wow. They they have, if one thing they got it straight is FPL works very, very methodically and very well. So as he said, 4,500 people are, are already here or 2,000 are on the way and they, they'll have thousands. They're like ants. They just spread out and they put the power back on as quickly as possible. And they move in the minute uh, FEMA tells them it's okay, come on in, which is almost immediately. And they're sitting probably – I don't know where they'd be sitting right now. I would assume somewhere like north of Lake Okeechobee, mm-hmm. maybe right. uh, what's maybe near Palm Bay, St. Augustine, that kind of area. Maybe they're sitting there waiting to go in and on the west coast probably right across the border, the same thing. So because they got to worry about the whole part of the state going you know, to the, to the east because it's going to come out as a tropical storm at Jacksonville. So there's going to be, you know, down power lines everywhere. God love them and what they do, man, because that's a special breed that comes in they, and does not, that. You're I get not kidding. it. You're I get it kidding. that they're compensated, but still, that's a thank God for them. So we'll update you. I think there's going to be an intermediate coming up at 8 o'clock for the yeah. storm. And usually, if it comes out in between, we'll yeah. let you know. But uh, yeah. In other news, completely distraction news. Yes. Before you know it, we're going to be into the football season. This is a, there's two dun, more dun, dun, weekends dun. to go, and then we're there. And the college football this weekend already, by the way, as a side note. But then you're going to be talking about Super Bowl 58 in just a couple of months. 
February February 11th, I think it is. That's how late it is this year. Wow. Are we finally, finally going to get a rock act? Are we? No. no. I don't know. <laughs> we may. We may. But here's the thing, and what's leading this, the governor of Nevada, for some reason, happens to be a really big ACDC fan, and he wants ACDC to play Super Bowl 58 in Look Las Vegas. Look at that. <laughs> So it may happen. Good for him. I don't think it's going to be them. It would be nice. But he wants it? them to perform. Governor Joe Lombardo uh, said he really prefers them. But like you said, and I think he had the best idea of all, maybe he's planting the seed for an idea to get a rock act back in the Super Bowl. Well, you start talking about it now, and then they pee. A lot of people, it, it, it builds anxiety. It builds you know excitement. People start writing in the NFL saying or chiming in on their web page or their Facebook page or Instagram or wherever the heck it is they follow them and saying, hey, you know what? The governor of Nevada had a good idea. Let's bring a rock band in. Who's in Vegas at the time of the Super Bowl? You two. Right across. The, is it across the street from? Is the sphere across the street or on the same side as the football stadium? Do we know? I think it's down the street and then I don't know, whatever. But the, yeah, you're right. They're their first residency that's there. They're but there. it doesn't matter. I mean, everybody's there. Yeah, so it's... it's just ACDC, though, I don't... I mean, listen, 10 years ago, maybe. Mm. Would have loved to have seen it. I don't know about now. But you 2 would be great. Didn't they already play there, though? Did you 2 already play the Super Bowl? I think it was Super Bowl 36 they did. Yeah, it was the Pats one. I okay. don't know. I was outside pacing on the lawn at oh. the time. I never did see it. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if it was like this full... How far have we come, though? Remember the, the original <laughs> Super Bowls? They used to have like this group, Up With People. They were like, oh, it's I'm, a beautiful day. <laughs> and then you go to that to this. <laughs> yeah! But you know what? Last come year, a long way in 58 years. <laughs> last year, wasn't the, wasn't it the all the, the rappers last year? I didn't think I was going to like it. It was probably one of the best Super Bowl halftime shows I think I've seen. Yeah, it was. I thought it was good. I still and I don't it. even like rap. I still want to see it again. <laughs> no, well, I mean, that was it. I, I but I don't want to see somebody like I don't know, who was really boring, like a Journey. You know, I mean, somebody like that if they were still around. I know. It's, it's not that I don't like Journey, but you want somebody exciting. There are, I, th- I think the problem is the reason why we have a rock band is so many of them are so old, and every time we had the Stones or Aerosmith did it once, they complained that they were too old. Didn't McCartney do it one year and people yeah, like, who the hell he is? Who that's is he? what it was. It that's, was McCartney. That's when they said, oh, he's not appealing to a younger audience. Oh, okay. Hello. <laughs> but still, you got to give the legends some room. I'm sorry. He's not appealing. So I still say go carry Underwood I'd and have some old, an older yes. country star. I, I don't know who that would be. I said George Strait before and got shoo-shooed on that one. And maybe have Morgan Wallen come in as the younger side. And a, and a, a rock act because she be can great. cross she can cross promote both of them. Oh, you, that's she, a perfect idea you had. Who's she with? Gun, Guns and Roses. Yes, there you go. You know what Carrie I Carrie Underwood, Guns and Roses. No, 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 I got a better one. Elton John at the Super Bowl. Let's go. He just fell. That's all right. He's not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up over there. What Bring him in. <laughs> when old retired guys <laughs> stop working, things like falls happen, and he fell at his house in France. See, he needs to. But keep he's up. gonna he's gonna be fine though. But still, he's seventy six. Yeah, I know. No, please no. Yeah. No, and, no, and, no and, and I love Elton John, but yeah, yeah no. he's not. He's yeah, not really not electric. I'm that, just saying. That time has passed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. We, <laughs> Sorry. We will. By the time we regroup, we should have an update on uh, Idalia, where they oh. are in this one. Now we'll talk about that, as well as uh, some other headlines coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. There really doesn't seem anything to prevent it from continuing to strengthen. And we've seen this before with something like Hurricane Michael that continued to gather strength. 
Yeah, that's uh, a little bit of an update we have for you for Idalia. So they're expecting it to really on the on the Gulf Coast to feel effects pretty early tonight, but but it's not till later that it's really going to hit for full force, and they're still saying a three. Yeah, uh, they say they'll start feeling the effects probably around 7, 8 o'clock tonight. Yeah. It'll make landfall somewhere around 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Of course, always in the middle of the night. Every time. It's crazy. It really is. Don't know why that is, but it is. They're saying that parts of the Big Bend, and they're looking at it coming ashore near uh, Steinhatchee, Cedar Key, somewhere in that area, and they say it could bring a foot of water, rain, that on top of the storm surge. And then, at least according to the latest forecast that they had on the NBC over here, it's going to flood the Carolinas as well. It's going to go straight up into the Carolinas. So uh, they're saying 130 mile an hour winds by the time it makes landfall. It's uh, really the intermediate advisory, which is out, it doesn't change much of anything. Uh, it's got the same path. The wind speeds are the same. So uh, the next one comes out, what, 10 o'clock? Is that the next one? The, or is it 11? I think it's 11. 11. Unless they, unless they sometimes with a big storm coming, they'll speed it up, but I think they're still on 11. Yeah, so it's it hasn't changed much. We're going to see some uh, outer, ba- outer band stuff later this afternoon and tomorrow. There's a picture, unconfirmed, floating around on social oh, no. media right now of Jim Cantore at the Gainesville Airport from this morning. I don't think it's him, though. I think there's a little bit of fake news. Oh, but I really? don't know. I can't confirm nor deny. Send him home. Remember when he showed up? Was it the year we got all those hurricanes yeah. and he showed up in Fort Pierce? They tried to stone him. They were just throwing rocks <laughs> throwing at him. Rocks at him. Get Literally, out. get out of here. So it was, uh, they stopped sending him to ground zero. Yeah. And they gave him a couple of years off there, but now they're back to sending him to ground zero. He may sneak in at Gainesville, but he's going to the West Coast. Oh, jeez. There's no doubt about it. He's yes. going to drive there. It's going to be tough. We talked about this a lot, though. The prevailing story from this morning, though, is the state preparation so far, which has been pretty good. Uh, the governor talked about uh, Florida National Guard troops. All that are available have been mobilized and activated. Florida Highway Patrol as well. They've also got a lot of power companies helping out, FPL as well. So if there is a saving grace, they've got, had a lot of prep time. Okay, well, that's the good news. What's up, Diener? I have your update for Jim Cantori. Uh-oh. I have confirmed. Conf- yes, I have confirmation. He is in Cedar Key. Oh, really? So that's the eye of the storm. There, that's where yeah. they're, ex- they're expecting landfall. Yeah. He's on the beach uh, this morning. They're putting up signs. Jim Cantori and Mike from Mike's Weather Page. You show up together. We're 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 gonna we're gonna stone you over here. Yeah. They don't want him. Get out. Man. You're not welcome. Leave. Even going after Mike. Come on, man. Poor Mike. He was, by the way, to full credit to him, early last week, early, like a full seven days ago, Yeah. one of the few, I can't call him a weather person, he's just a dude that collects you know, weather information, he was saying this is the one to watch out for. He was right. He was right. Mm. So, uh, so that's where little Jim Cantori is, ground zero. All right, we'll update you on anything we hear going on there. We know you get a lot of concerns on the West Coast, so we'll prepare you. Um, from our storm to the swamp, you ready for this? Former President Trump's 2020 election interference case. That's ah. the that's the third indictment. Yeah, I know okay. you, you need like a scorecard to keep track yeah. of this stuff. That was the third one. It's going to begin in the middle of the Republican presidential primaries. Oh, what was the date on that, Bill? The Obama appointed judge yesterday mm-hmm. scheduled the trial to start on March 4th, 2024. And what's so important about March 4th? What Let's happens see. on what, March the day, 5th? The day after. <laughs> oh, yeah, March 5th is Super Tuesday. 
it was funny because you don't say. Yeah, it's a, now she originally set that date, and then his attorneys were like, "Nah, that it's not going to happen." You, do you realize what you know the next day is? So they uh, they tried to get it. They they fought. They tried to get it moved. The judge's comment was. Just because he's a former president doesn't put him above the law of any Uh-oh. regular American citizen. Uh-oh. The trial will start on March 4th as planned. You have plenty of time to get ready for it. They, they, she's close to using that buzzword term, that, that, that triggering term. No one's above the law. That's yeah. what they say about them. Yeah. Although they think they're above the Constitution so is the problem here. Yeah, they, but they are. But uh, it's interesting. Trump was talking about it, of course, on uh, Truth Social. So he's back to truth mainly. He had that one tweet... That one tweet with the mugshot, but he's back on truth. What did Trump truth? We'll give you the we'll give you the Cliff's Notes version. This is okay. from uh, 17 hours ago. Deranged Jack Smith and his team of thugs. <laughs> we're caught going to the White House just prior to indicting the 45th president of the United States. An absolute no-no. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting wacky. He must have written this on a golf cart. I don't know what's going on. Uh, talking about the witch hunt, blah, 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 for three years. But election interference. Today, a biased Trump-hating judge gave me only a two-month extension. Just what our corrupt government wanted. Super Tuesday, I will appeal. Hmm. I don't know what the appeals process is like with that, but he's definitely going to fight it. So you appeal and you hope the appellate court, you know, uh, actually sides with you because yeah, exactly. uh, if they're going to if they're anything like that judge, they're not going to budge. Mm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I'm like, nah. it was funny, though, that they said, oh, you're not above, you know, you're not like above any other. No one's above American. the law. Citizen. So you better show up. You got plenty of time. Yeah, so that's sure. how many months away? Three, four, six, six months. Yep. So they got six months to get ready for a major trial. Okay. That's not a lot. That's not a lot of time when you think about it. No. So it's just the timing of it. That's oh, why. Man, of course. I think, you know what? How stupid are they? They didn't learn from the mugshot. Mm-hmm. Boy, we call. Do you call that one? Did, did somebody throw him a shirt? Because I didn't see him leaving the courthouse. I figured by the time he left the courthouse, he'd have a shirt with his picture on it. They're out there. You got all the contraband ones. His official website. Diener found this, though, selling him for the very overpriced price of 47 bucks. Ouch. You know, to fit with the 47th well. president. But uh, they also have coffee mugs now. Uh, it's on everything, and we called it. You See, I know think what? by the weekend, I think a lot of this stuff is getting printed up and then mailed out and then, th- you know, through UPS getting to the actual people from the vendors. So this weekend, if you go out in the Intracoastal, you're going to see the Trump flags, the Trump-embossed uh, things you can put on the side of boats. You'll have the Trump shirts. It'll be everywhere. That's where you'll you see all the mugshot stuff. But give it, give it until this weekend. Thank you, Atlanta. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> That's what it should say underneath. Thank you, Atlanta. Unreal. There's a picture of him. It'd be great. Mm. I we knew that was going to happen. And how many how many millions of dollars did you say he made from the sale of that? So this is as of yesterday. I didn't see anything updated from their campaign. But since indictment, it was at seven point one million dollars in small donations. Since the wow. mugshot, it was over four million in small donations. Holy cow! That's incredible. And it matters that they're small donations. Wow. That's like organic. That's not from yeah. like a pack. You know what I mean? That's right. from people going, I'll give them 10 bucks. Yeah, that's, that's not wrong. That's not from a room full of billionaires. Right. Yeah. These are the regular everyday people like you yeah. and me. Exactly. Hmm. Interesting. Regular everyday people that have to show up at work, even at Amazon corporate. That's another company that is coming out telling their employees get into the office. Good for them. If your job requires it, of course. Why? Boy, these people have been out of work at home all this time. 
It's unreal. Yeah, well, you get used to it. It's been five years. I'd get used to it, too. Leave me alone. I, I want to stay here. I think they're all realizing. Elon started this, too, with with Tesla and SpaceX. Yeah, get into work. Yeah, well, they, you know, how, do you, how do you build a rocket from your desk at home? I don't know. With That's the latest on uh, Dahlia 2. And Nevada figured out how to deal with climate protesters blocking the road. This oh, is amazing. This one cop's my hero. Well, you hear this. Coming up next, the Self Little Morning Show. Keep it here. We project this to be a Category 3 major hurricane, 115-mile-per-hour winds heading towards Florida's Big Bend area, north of Tampa Bay, all the way up to the Big Bend. Well, we've got a little bit of an update here, uh, just as some of the 8 o'clock information is trickling in about the storm, when they expect it to arrive, all the good stuff about Idalia, and it's still, well, they're not off this. They're still talking about a 3. Yeah, and they're saying the only difference is it's slowed down, which is probably not a, a good thing. And if you're new to hurricanes, water, warm water feeds a hurricane like gas to a fire. And the longer this thing sits over the Gulf, the, with, what's the temperature? What did we find out? Was it last week? You had in, what was the temperature, Dina, like 92 degrees or something ridiculous? Yeah, that was off of uh, the Keys. It was it was insane. It was like over 90 degrees. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. the Gulf is, is pretty much up there as well. So if it slows down, they, it could gain strength. But now they're saying it may hit sometime tomorrow morning and not overnight. Mm. So it, it just depends on if it decides to go a little bit quicker or a little bit slower. But either way, it, it looks like Cedar Key, which is where Jim Cantore is, we just found out. Uh, is ground zero. So if you know somebody near or around, and you got to remember, it's not just Cedar Key. It's like saying, oh, you know, West Palm Beach is ground zero, but right. you forget about Lake Worth and Jupiter. Right. Exactly. You know, it's it's like, all the surrounding area. It's, it's everything in, you know, uh, north and south of it. So, and it's a pretty big storm. I, I got to go find out. Has anyone heard how big it is? How far the hurricane force winds? It really seems extend wide. Out? I mean, it's, it's, I know it's concentrated as it's gotten stronger, but it still seems wide. I, yeah, thought, it looks, it was, I thought it was going to be. More of a more of a buzzsaw of last night, but not yet. No, it it looks it looks huge. I these gotta, um these models though really do have it kind of grouped together now, like really that big bend area. Yeah. So that's that what seems, that's what we were waiting on for the eight o'clock today to, for those to kind of congeal a little bit. Yeah, and they are. Yeah, so it seems like that's where the the center of the storm is going to go. Yeah. But ironically enough, for Tampa, it's actually look. I mean, obviously you don't want to get hit by the center of the storm, but they're in a bad area when it comes to storm surge. They are in because the southeast corner. Exactly. That's why they're talking about that swell of the Gulf coming up. You might have like seven feet of storm surge in Tampa Bay. They had I can't remember which monitor we were looking at in here. It might have been the Fox one. I'm not too sure. We got the sound down, but they had somebody on Clearwater Beach. And it just looked like it's one of those areas where and it was like it was with the keys yesterday. It looks like the 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 sandbar goes on forever kind of because yeah. it kind of like sucks the water out as north of it. It's going by. That's right. right. You know, it kind of like draws it all out. It's the weirdest thing. I know. Wow. How far north of where's where's Tampa in regard to Longboat Key? Is it like the same distance like mm -hmm. along the coast? Or is it a little sure. bit further north? They're calling for four to seven feet of storm surge. That's what in they're Tampa. talking about for Tampa, yeah. And yeah, then literally just north of Tampa, it goes six to nine. And by right. the time it gets, but it's eight to 12 feet anywhere along that big bend. Yeah, that's storm wow. surges. Uh, the winds are, are bad, but storm surge, I think, is going to be the, the big thing here once this comes, comes on the land. That's the way it seems. I mean, you're going to have plenty of wind damage. It's, it's going to be a category yeah. three strong wow. one. Well, but it's, man. At least they're prepped. We know that much yeah. for sure. So, uh, you know, we've we, we got a lot of listeners. We have a lot of concerns there. And we even have listeners over in that area. So, you know, we're with you. We'll update you as we go for sure. No doubt uh -huh. about that. In the meantime, boy, has this changed. And I, I, I think this is another thing where Elon led the way, Jen. I, I really think this, when he talked about this with all of his companies, from Tesla to SpaceX to 
to X to all this stuff, getting employees... If your job requires it, back in the office. Yeah, it started with, well, when, when it was Twitter when he bought it. He found yeah. out, like, the, the building in San Francisco, the headquarters was empty because everybody was home. <laughs> it was like, I'm paying how many thousands of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars a month to rent this place? Do you remember when that story no came out? Remember when he found out and they started looking at the books, how much they were paying for food a year at Twitter headquarters that no one was eating? It, yeah, was, it, was, some, it was something close to $4 million. It was absurd. It was like, yeah, 150000 a month or something. They had a food, you know. Requisite. I was like, holy cow. Well, <clears throat> another big corporation, which has been considered one of the modern ones, you know, very corporate friendly, very employee friendly. Amazon, the CEO, Andy Jassy, just went off on their staff yesterday who refused to work in the office at least three days a week. Just three days. If your job requires it, needs you there. Wow. If you refuse, this is what he said on a corporate call. <laughs> It's probably not going to work out for you. Wow. Well, when the CEO of the company says that to you, you better get your butt up and get dressed and get into the office. But, I, you know, you think, wow, I look at all the I, I think of Amazon. I think of warehouses and trucks. Yeah, right. And and so they these obviously aren't the ones that are working in the warehouses and the trucks. Maybe they're the ones that place all the orders and, and they make sure it gets routed the right way. I, I don't know. I don't know. They this is what ca- caused the meeting, apparently. Uh, they had a return-to-work office policy, so they identified everybody that needs to get back into the office at least three days a week, and people weren't taking it seriously. Wow. They just said no. They just weren't showing imagine? up. Can you imagine not showing up I, for no, work? No, I can't. Uh, you know, regardless, uh, we learned, I learned a long time ago, as my father told me, he goes, I don't care if you believe what the person's telling you or not. They tell you to jump off the bridge. And, and you're going to live, and you may not like it, but you jump off the bridge because your boss tells you to. That's it. It's the boss's decision. You work for the person. I was like, okay. You know, you find this, I think, in corporate America a lot, too. I don't know whether it's a generational thing or just maybe they, you know, maybe it's unions. I don't know. They're paying you. They make the call. Yeah, it's just that simple. You don't get a paycheck. You, you don't, don't decide. But it's because of this whole, I'm telling you, it was participation trophies changed the world. Mm-hmm. You, you know, think you it, may be right. It, it, it you know, you, oh, here you didn't win. Here's a participation trophy. Good boy, you didn't. You never hit the ball, but here, here's here's a, here's a trophy for you. It never made sense to me. Listen to this though, too. When we when we talk about this possibly being a trend to common sense again and saying, listen, you know, this isn't working. Jesse, the CEO of Amazon, said on the call, this is what he told the employees fighting him on this. He's spoken to uh, he's spoken with between sixty and eighty other CEOs around the world and found that virtually all of them favor having employees back to in the office. Wow, they're cracking I, down on this. Well, I would assume productivity is, and and that now they have a trend because they have like a five year trend to look at. What happens when people stay That's home? Right. Okay, we had forty percent sales here, and then it went down to thirty eight percent. You know, so five years down the line, you're at you know twenty eight percent. It's yeah. obvious something changed. What was it? Yep. And you you kept everything else constant. You realize it's people working remotely. Just doesn't. I you know my my nephew who I saw this weekend works at Google. Okay, and he works at Google in California, so you can imagine what he's like to talk to. Does he have me. a Does he have a meditation pod? <laughs> they have a crying booth. <laughs> they have a meditation pod. But his his office is. He's like Aunt Jen. You should see. It's one of those swings that hangs from the ceiling. Oh yeah. That, that's that's and and he's that's where his office is. A swing. And he so sits. You in have that. one of these in your house. They call you kinky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at Google, they call you productive. But that's what he sits in. But he says they're in a pod. There's like 10 of them. And they all work together. He said, so you got to be there. 
I said, well, well, what do you do if you don't have a desk? He goes, I got my laptop on my lap. He sits like, you know, cross-legged and puts his lap. And I just went, I, I can't deal with okay, this. I, I, I just, just can't. <laughs> I always think of if I could bring back one of the classic American, you know, uh, captains of industry and drop him in that situation. Like, what would Henry Ford or Walt Disney say about that? <laughs> get to work and get out of the pod. Why are you in a swinging chair? Oh, my God. All right, we're going to get to work. we got rapid fire coming up next. Uh, Idalia and more. We'll update you on everything coming up. Stick around for that. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. Let's get updated. All kinds of stuff. Adelia and more. Jen's got the first one. Uh, well, they just uh, they didn't upgrade it. An intermediate uh, advisory comes out at 8 o'clock. And really, the only thing they put that out there for is if it changes wind direction, if it changes speed, if the strength of it changes. It really isn't a biggie. At 11 o'clock, the next biggie comes out. That's where they take all the data after right. the planes have flown through. Uh, really, the only thing this thing showed is it slowed down, which is probably not the best of news for anybody in Cedar Key, which is exactly where most of the models have it, making landfall sometime early tomorrow morning. And it used to be like 1 o'clock. Now they moved it to like 6, 7, 8 o'clock. They that, don't know. Yeah, that has changed. So, You're right. That's not good that that slows down. Yeah, Because that, that yeah. gives it more time to gain yeah. strength. So now they're saying it could possibly be, possibly be a Category 4 by the time it makes landfall, right. which means 155 miles uh, 130. 130? Yeah. That's, I thought that was a 4. Uh, right, right. So they're, they're thinking maybe Category 4 by landfall, which Jeez. would be a 130. These, oh, these poor people. Yeah. And yes, we have confirmed. Jim Cantori did land at the Gainesville Airport. Are they saying that was him? That yeah. picture floating around? At least, he, put it this way. <laughs> Don't ask me why. Social media, Sister Hazel ran into him in Atlanta. The nun or the band? The the, the band. <laughs> okay. okay. I'm, sure in, I'm sure in Atlanta there's some sister named Hazel. The, you're you're probably yeah. right. Uh, not the nun, the band. And they took a picture with Jim Cantore and he said, look who I ran into on his way to Gainesville to go to Cedar Key. Uh-huh. Ah. So it was those pictures you saw that was Jim Cantore with his backpack in Gainesville. So yeah. now he's in Cedar Key. I thought it was actually Photoshop, but I guess it was real because he has a big backpack, but his media pass is hanging off the backpack. If you were Jim Cantori and you knew for a fact, like Fort Pierce a couple of years ago, people tried yeah. to stone you out of town. Yeah. Would you actually wear a media pass? No, I don't think Maybe I, I think it likes the attention. I think I'd oh, wear a mask, to be quite honest with you. After the Fort Pierce almost stoning, by the way, where people attacked him with boards in their hands and yeah. sticks. Uh, they took He's him off. A witch, burn him! <laughs> they took him off of Ground Zero, and they were sending that other guy for a while. But now Cantori's back to Ground Zero. Holy moly! Unfortunately. All right. The other big part of this story is from the states. How's preparation going? Pretty well so far. They have had some time. That's good. If you want to look at the bright side, looks like the state is well prepared. Here's a piece of what the governor was saying yesterday. Oh. With utility companies, there are already more than 20,000 linemen uh, that are ready to respond and more on the way throughout the balance of today and tomorrow. Uh, this will be uh, an important effort to get power back on very quickly. Speaking of power, obviously FPL, uh, joined by, among others, I know, Pike Electric, uh, Duke Energy is going to help them out too. you got the people from other states coming down. you got to remember too, it's not just our state that's going to be affected. This thing goes into Georgia, then into the Carolinas. Yeah. So you have to worry about at least least three, four states that are going to be affected by this storm, if not more so. So, and power lines, you know, we're, we're pretty well hefty as far as power lines go because FPL is like, you know, the infrastructure, they've done wonders, but there are other states, not so much. 
So it's it's there's a lot of states affected, but we have probably I would say by the time this is done, there'll be twelve thousand of them. Yeah, if I not more so. so. Yeah, so at least I don't know. It sounds like they're very much prepared too, as well. Uh, Florida National Guard, he said, all that can be activated have been activated. I think it's over five thousand. FHP troopers as well on the way there. Yeah, they so get they, everybody. On they've the got a, they got a lot of personnel, that's for sure. No, and they they do a great job, you know. After the storm, so this was actually a pretty wild scene last night, guys. Did you see this? The uh, Atlanta Braves game. That was weird. It was very what strange happened? scene. So the Braves, uh, I think they were playing the Dodgers. The Braves last night, I believe so. If I'm wrong, at home, that, I apologize. Um, not sure, but Ronald Acuna, star player in Major League Baseball, and for the Braves. He's in the outfield, and all of a sudden, two fans come running onto the field. It's crazy. And actually got to him and started hugging him. They're trying to take selfies. And he's standing on the field. On the field. And he's standing there, like, looking around. Is anyone going to do anything? <laughs> oh, my God. And security finally came over and tackled these guys. Ronald Acuna fell down to the ground, and everyone's like, what is going on? These two fans Holy were cow. actually able to get to him in the outfield I, and make physical uh, physical contact. I'm looking at it now. Did it they jump so, off the back wall or something? I think so. And then another one. I think it was in L.A. because it looks like he's wearing an away uniform there. Yeah, but he was out in the field, Jen. He's running. Wow. After they already have security there, another one comes back and does like tries to gr- hug the whole group. Right. Like, oh, my God. Falls to the ground. Pretty wild scene. But just you know, thankfully, you know, they weren't trying to do anything nefarious, but... What if somebody's out there trying to hurt a player? He came up to him and hugged him. What's with the security? Didn't wow. that happen in, in Dodger Stadium before? It did, yeah. What's with the security? Are they all high? I don't know. Oh, I uh, that's crazy. But I got to go off center, off track here for a second. Sure. I was watching the Little League Baseball yes. game. Isn't that great? The Chinese, Singapore Chinese team Ch- played Texas. It was embarrassing. I know. I felt so bad for those little kids. From but where? Th- from Texas. Oh. But the kids from China, they're, oh, 12 years old. He was like six feet, 200 yeah. pounds. Oh, yeah. I'm they're, like, oh, you're kidding me. This kid isn't 12 years old. They're probably genetically engineered from, like, DNA from, uh, you know, Aaron Judge. You're probably right. Did they win? Did China win the World Series? No, actually. No, we did. Uh, California oh, did beat. Did they? Yeah, they beat Curacao. Curacao actually made it to the final as far as the international wow, team goes. okay, cool. On a walk-off home run. Yeah. A team oh, from El Segundo. Well, thank you. I was, hey, by I the was way, happy. just back to this uh, Ronald Acuna video. Yes. The protesters, which one of them they carried over their shoulder to get him out of their security did, <laughs> is still going crazy, like like flailing up and down. you got to see this video. Are these girls or guys? No, the two guys. Oh, my gosh. Is it because he's a hero from the native land or something? I don't know. Maybe. Where is he from? Uh, Venezuela, I believe. Acuna? Am I right about that? I think he's from I don't wow. Venezuela. Story is here. You're going to put that up on our blog? It might have to, might have to be a, like a late edition. Wow. We already have a couple things on there. There are people in the crowd wearing Rockies hats. Was this Colorado? Oh, maybe it was Colorado. Second. Sorry, it's my fault. I should know more details since I brought the That's story. Right, but still, it's it's you know a ba- but you think about yeah, it. You're a Colorado. baseball okay. field. You think you're pretty well safe in your stadium, on the on the field. You don't think two about people it. get to you? Yeah. I guess, so it was in Denver. Okay. And this happened, so I don't know what. By the way, the Braves won 14-4. Oh, well, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> they got even. They got even. They are uh, a force to be reckoned with in if, the upcoming oh, playoffs. All right. are. This would be my This would be my take on this story, and it's it's not a fluffy story, but it's going to incense, it incensed me. If you have a daughter in the Kappa Kappa Gamma sorority at the University of Wyoming, pull her little skinny butt out of there right now. Huh. A lawsuit by six members was just thrown out by the district court. This judge is Alan Johnson. 
Why were they suing? Because a transgender by the name of Artemis Langford. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh boy. Artemis <laughs> Langford. <name> is perfect. <laughs> has been a member of said Kappa Kappa Gamma sorority, wandering around naked in the girls' showers. Oh, and these God. six members raised safety concerns and detailed allegations against Langford. But they were told to, quote, change your definition of a woman. Oh, my gosh. I, I, so this Artemis insane. Langford is a man, is not biologically changed, is now living in the Kappa Kappa Gamma sorority at the University of Wyoming and running around butt naked. This is happening in Wyoming? In Wyoming. The lawsuit was thrown out by this district judge. Said, quote, yeah. change your definition of a woman. What? Yeah, it's... <laughs> It's all colleges. I, I, don't, I don't know how to explain it, but you're right. So what? Do you, so you take it to a personal level. You're a parent or a kid going through this. What do you do? Pull them out. Oh, I'd Get be out. pulling my kid out in a heartbeat. So you know what I would say? I would. I would so you, while, while I'm being sexually assaulted, mm. you want me to change the definition of a, of a woman? Is that when you want me to change it? I mean, that's just asinine. Yeah. And, and eventually wow. down the road, they're going to lose. I mean, that, that's going to... The colleges are going to lose when this happens. But in the meantime, you're stuck here because you happen to be going to school during this insane time. Right. Isn't that wild? That I, I, was, I was so shocked. I was like, you got to be kidding Disturbing. Me. It, it is. Very disturbing. And uh, rapper Eminem, he may be coming out with a diss track against the guy we call the Swam, Vivek Ramaswamy, presidential candidate. Right. Not happy at all. That Vivek, we thought it was just in Iowa. Apparently he does it at a lot of campaign stops. He's been... Getting on stage and rapping Eminem's Lose Yourself song. <laughs> He's really good, too, though. I know. <laughs> a spokesman for the Ramaswamy campaign says, We will comply with Eminem's request. They put in a cease and desist, but we're very upset that America is going to have to leave the rapping to the real Slim Shady and just him and Vivek won't rap. Oh. Well, maybe you'll find somebody else. I don't know many rappers, so I can't tell you whose song you do next. Who I knows? bet you if he sang Oliver Anthony's song, he wouldn't be upset. How about Gunplay? <laughs> the hell was that? Remember the guy we were talking oh. about last week, the rapper Gunplay? Oh, yeah, Gunplay. He got arrested <laughs> for holding his wife hostage with a gun. I can't believe a guy named Gunplay got in trouble with guns. You're What's kidding. wrong? Who'd have saw it? Wow. Maybe if can rap some of his songs. Absolutely. I don't know. So the okay, what good news story are you going to have now that we can trash? No, well, this is a wrap up here, Jen. I guess quickly because we're running late, but... It's a lottery story. I haven't done a lottery story oh, for you in a God, while. I hate you. I think you're going to like this guy, though. Oh, he lost? I'm, I'm going to try. <laughs> yeah, it's, if it's a winner, she doesn't. Well, he is right out. <laughs> I'm going to try, though. So as a postal worker in the state of Washington. Okay, I already he, like him. He's running he his rounds. to win. Yeah, you know, doing his thing. And he sees a kitten stuck in like an alleyway, in, like this crevice. And he's it has like, a ticket in its mouth. No, no. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> It ends up being a genie. So he, goes, <laughs> he grabs the kitten and he's like, oh my gosh, this poor little thing is like all alone. And he helps it out of this little thing that it was stuck in. He's like, well, I guess I'll just drive around with it until the end of my shift and I'll go take care of it, you know, take a shelter or whatever. But he's thinking, you know what? Maybe this is like a good luck charm. So he goes and stops and buys a lottery ticket. I hate this man. And he wins $700,000. Good for him. All though. because he's of the lucky worker. cat. It's got nothing to do with the cat. They That's made this whole story up about a kitten lost in the... Lucky I'm cat. telling you, I've come to the conclusion they make stories up. Oh, lucky cat. Just to make you go out and buy a lottery <laughs> ticket. Since nobody won Powerball, it's what, $368 million, $86 million? Yeah, it's, it's, high. it's high. It's up there. When I win, the story I'm going to come up with to enrage you is going to be amazing. <laughs> I was walking out of my car one day. And this ticket literally blew in the wind and got stuck in my ear. 
<laughs> and I won. All right, we ran out of time before. We'll update you, of course, yes. on uh, Idalia, of course, what we know coming up next. But we ran out of time before, but we will get to this amazing story. In Nevada, they know how to deal with climate protesters oh, blocking it's roads. It's, it's the f- most satisfying thing of all time. My oh. hero. By the way, he kept the cat, in case you're wondering. I was not wondering. We don't care. We don't care because it was made up anyway. And Shut the, up over there, would you? And the cat's name is Lucky. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Little they, cat's name is Powerball. They, call, they called it Bucky. Yeah. For the bucks. All right, that more next. The self Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. All right, you heard it there. Uh, as far as we're concerned, far, far outer bands uh, squalls for us for Idalia. But uh, just really, really quickly, because we're almost out of time. Um, still saying a Category 3, and they're saying now they did change the timeline when they think it's going to arrive in the West Coast, though. Yeah, it's originally uh, slated to make landfall around right around Cedar Key, which everyone yeah. seems to say is ground zero now. Right. Around 1 o'clock now, they're saying closer to maybe 5 or 6 tomorrow. Right, we'll update you, obviously, all day long and into tomorrow, too. In the meantime, something you can check out in the morning show blog nevada knows how to deal with climate protesters blocking roads and i think it's going to start a trend this they, is amazing these are peaceful activists blocking the road into the was a burning man concert the backups like five miles yeah. long and people these, sweltering in their cars yeah, yeah probably many could have died if they ran out of gas or the ac wasn't working uh these nevada cops they weren't going to take it listen to this here we go oh, right to the barrier <laughs> So not only did they bust through the barrier after a fair warning, they circled back around and arrested every single one of them while she's screaming, we're nonviolent. I'm sorry, blocking a road is not nonviolent. Well, you know what? How many people needed an emergency and couldn't get through because the road was blocked by you idiots? Yeah, check it out in the blog. It's amazing. Okay, we're out of here. We'll be back tomorrow morning at 6 o'clock. We'll keep you posted throughout the day about Idalia, so just check at 850WFTL.com. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow.